Welcome to Meet the Musician at the Apple Store Soho in New York. Please welcome this evening's moderator from Fresh 102.7, Trey Morgan. I hope you're ready for a very insightful and fun chat with our friends at Great Big World. I'd like to introduce Chad and Ian right now. Welcome, boys, gentlemen. Hi, Hi guys. Hey. Hey. Are you seeing people you recognize? Yes. From shows or personal life? Both. Um, everywhere. From, from all angles. Congratulations on your album, by the way. Thank you. When the morning Thanks. comes. Thank you, thank you. It feels, it feels incredible to have this out. How long I, were you working on it? Well, I, I, uh, I'm very afraid to, to let go, so I, I nitpicked. Uh, the record till the end and and even though we couldn't make changes last week part of me still felt like I could so now that it's out there I know that it's it's done there's nothing you can do nothing I can do I actually saw you the weekend before you had to turn it into the label and and you said it's due Monday but there's still stuff I want to do to it so that's how meticulous and how yeah how obsessive you are about the work well we we had a deadline uh before we had the songs written so it was. This is like, also like permanent. This is gonna live forever, and it's like you want it to be, you know, as good as possible. And how many songs did you did you write, and then how many made it on the album? Probably wrote about twenty. Yeah, maybe about twenty something. Mm -hmm. And eleven oh, made it. Yeah. What? Eleven made it. Eleven made it. Oh. <laughs> I, did, I, I didn't thought know there was what a said. what like yeah. what what. Eleven made it. Um, I want to talk, because a lot of these songs are very personal to you. Um, they're not just um, manufactured pop songs. Like, they're real songs, and they come from a real place in your personal lives. And I wanted to bring up a couple of those songs. And if you could explain them to us, where it came from, and what the song means to you, that'd be great. Would you guys like to hear that? Yeah, I think they would. All right, so let's talk about the song, Won't Stop Running. I know that's very personal for you, Chad. Yeah. Uh, so, so basically, I was diagnosed with MS, multiple sclerosis, in 2007. It's a disease of the nervous system. And the doctor that I had back then said that I'd be paralyzed within five years um, if I didn't take the medication he recommended. So I went on the medication, and the symptoms uh, that I was experiencing actually got worse from the medication. So I decided then that I wasn't going to... I wasn't going to take that path... It just didn't feel right for me. So I found a doctor named Dr. Terry Walls who was diagnosed with MS, went, was paralyzed, and then changed her diet and then began to walk again within three months um, of this diet shift. So I tried that diet out, and it totally worked for me. And my symptoms subsided, and now I'm completely symptom-free. Yeah, we can clap for that, yeah. yeah. Um, but basically, One Stop Running became a mantra of mine and I don't know it's just it's just like why I'm I either had I had two choices it was like I could surrender to this disease um or I could do everything I could to to manage this thing and live my life as fully as I could even with the diagnosis so that's that's sort of where the song com comes from and have you found that people understand that and you're getting a response from people with MS coming up to you and saying like thank you for well, the, the, so the song just came out today. Yeah. You haven't performed <laughs> it? I'm sorry. You haven't performed it yet? No, so, no actually. No, really? Yeah. No. Okay. Um, well, I'll just wipe the I, egg off my Yeah, but, but 
Zach White. <laughs> but um, I, I hope, you know, I also, you know, it's great if people do connect with it on, on a level like that, like I did. Um, but also, I feel like Won't Stop Running is a mantra that anyone can relate to because everyone is going through a struggle of some sort in their life. At some point in their life, they are. So hopefully anyone can relate to that. Okay. I also wanted to talk to Ian about his song, One Step Ahead. There's a very sweet story that goes oh along boy. with this. Yeah, that I well, just found out today. Okay, so... I, I was in, I, I thought I knew what love was for, for years, and I was like super proud of that. And I always thought that I would be the one to know first, or to pick it up first, but it was the other way around. And, and my now fiance kind of took my hand and showed me the way. And um, we wrote One Step Ahead. Uh, and I proposed with that song. So you sang that song. I didn't sing it. I played, I played a demo. I was too scared to sing it. <laughs> and that's how you proposed? Uh, and uh, she's here. Does she want to? There. Okay. She's scrunching it, down in her seat, covering uh, her face right now. Did, did, did she say yes? Yeah. What did, she, <laughs> did you have to ask again and again? I don't, yeah, think, yeah. I don't think you did. Oh. Okay. Um, but this we were marriage is going to start off on the right. Foot. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, you know, sometimes you need a little push, and I need I needed to be pushed. I was so in this other place in my life, and um, yeah, she's she's the greatest thing to ever happen to me. Oh. Yeah, please clap to that. That's so sweet. All right, and another song that uh, we've all heard hundreds of times, it's, and it's one of my favorite songs that you guys have ever done, is Hold Each Other. And I've expressed this to you before. I'm so proud of you for this song and what you say in this song because it's one of the first times that I can remember that, that someone's so open about their sexuality in a major record label release. And if you could just talk about that and what you were feeling when you were writing the song and if you thought at all there would be any sort of backlash to that? Yeah. Um, I don't know where to begin. Basically, the story is that Ian, um, Ian was singing Something Happens When I Hold Her um, in the first chorus, and then the next chorus was the same thing, Something Happens When I Hold Her, and Ian was... And we trade verses and choruses a bunch, and Ian was like, well, how are you going to sing Something Happens When I Hold Her? And Because you're gay. And I was like, oh, True. Thanks, Ian, for telling me. <laughs> I had no, forgotten. But, it, but you don't think about that. For some reason, we just didn't think about it. Yeah, in pop music, you kind of just, I don't know, you take it as like a given. It's just like, oh, yeah, of course, I'm, I'm a guy. I'm going to sing about a girl. Because um, that's what you're so used to hearing. And, um, but then it took, I left the writing session, and I was walking with, with Lena, actually. And I was like, how's Chad, how are we going to sing this song together? How is this going to work? So uh, the next morning, I'm like, would you, would you sing him? And I'm like, just try it. And then he sang it, and I got the chills, and he, we, he, we kind of both felt uncomfortable a little bit. I, 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 I was like, I can't do this. There's no, there's no way I can do this, because you just don't hear that. I was like, I, no one does this. I don't... But the very fact that we were both uncomfortable means that it's an issue. Yeah. I and, mean... And that's actually why we wanted to run towards it, because, like, why wouldn't I... 
be able to sing that. Um, so we, we wanted to be as honest as possible in that moment. And are you surprised or was it expected that the mainstream acceptance was so great for that song? I think it, I think it was really timely. Marriage equality was just passed. I think it was. I think that was like a couple of weeks before we pitched this song to the label or whatever. And do you know that some stations weren't playing it because it was too progressive? Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. In the south. In the south. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna let that go. Leave my bias out of it. <laughs> You're setting me up to say something yeah, yeah, really yeah. negative. Um, <laughs> well, I'm proud of you guys for for being bold enough to to be authentic and genuine because for some people that's that's a very difficult subject to expose. I think, I think people need to be exposed to it. Yeah. Like as much as possible right now. Because it shouldn't be jarring at all. It should be a non issue and, and it's and it's it's unfortunate that it's still an issue or that we're even talking about it. That it's a deal that I would even bring up. Yeah. I mm -hmm. totally agree. No offense to you. No, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> An another egg on your head. <laughs> two eggs. Two eggs. All right. Moving on then. No, I wanted to talk to you about uh, the song, Where Does, uh, Where Does the Time Go? Uh, you guys have been touring extensively. This is your second album. Explain to me what that song meant to you. Have you guys heard this stuff? Yes is a nose. Okay, cool. It's a mixed bag. So this song, Where Does the Time Go? I mean, basically, so I'll start off by saying we had our whole lives to write the first album and then we had a, um, months to write the second one and there was all this pressure and because we, and, we had never written a whole batch of songs in just one little focused amount of time. So we're like, what do we, what do we have to write about? We don't have anything to write about, which is not true at all. Um, and we were just thinking about the last couple of years of our lives and they went by so fast and they almost didn't feel real like they happened. And we would watch videos of performances and or see pictures and we're like, were we there for that? And we got kind of sad that all we, these all, like all these moments in our lives, they just pass us. And we like this moment today, tonight, this is going to this is going to be gone in like a half hour. And it's like, what is that about? And I, we're going to forget it. Um, and it was that w I feel like that. Sorry, no offense. I just feel like we're that's that's sort of where it came from. I mean, we 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 wish that we were more present during it all. And so, I mean, I guess that song is just about hanging on to the moment. And and what do you do now? Now that you've recognized this, what do you do now to hang on to those moments? Like like Chad right. was saying, this is going to be gone in thirty minutes. I like, think how do you hold these moments precious and dear? Um, I think, I mean, one way is that. Almost every day, I, I make it a point to just think about the things that I'm grateful for. And because and, um, you can get caught up in the, just the minutia of like, just like stupid things. And, and, and you're, you hang on to them and they kind of ruin your day. But there's so many awesome things, you know. And just to remind yourselves that we're, we're actually pretty lucky. And you get to live this fantastic life. And but for, 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 you know, and, for, and for anyone, yeah. that can translate, too, to, to hang on to the special moments. Mm -hmm. Special moment coming Wednesday, the album release show you guys are doing at the Gramercy Theater. Mm -hmm. So this will be the Is first anyone, time. Are you guys coming? Is anyone coming? Yeah. So will this be the first time you're performing a lot of these songs live? Yeah. We're, we're hoping to perform 80% of these songs. Have you been practicing? That sounds good. <laughs> Ian's <laughs> like, I'm... I don't know if we're going to do that. <laughs> we, we played a bunch of them for the first time last week in, in L.A. And it was, uh, it was awesome. It was, it was, um, I was thinking a lot 
because it's very new for us. So I think the show, um, we, got, we got that show out of the way, so I'm excited about this one. So you worked out a few of the kinks yeah, yeah, totally. for New York City. Well, we appreciate that. Um, you guys uh, have been working on a musical, too, uh, for quite some time. I feel like it's been years that you guys have... Chad's been saying that. we've been yeah. done with it like a couple years ago. He's been saying that for years. <laughs> we have been done for a while. No, we have not. <laughs> and that's the difference between the two. Ian, how much more work do you have left on the musical? Uh, we finished uh, a first draft of it, um, which, to give you guys perspective, took us about three years. And now we're building the team. We're going to a director, getting some more producers on board. and Casting? Yeah, hold your horses. You so know? you're not even close to being done. I know, I know. I know. But, but once all that stuff, you know, once the director comes in... <laughs> Then it just goes. Then it just flies. Yeah, then it's easy. Then we're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, working title, two blocks away, yeah. is what you told me. And to prove how much more work there is, you said at the very earliest 2017. Yeah, I mean, most musicals you hear about that are up on Broadway take at least six years. Yeah. You know? You I mean, Sting, he, his musical took, I think he was working on it for eight, eight years. years. Yeah. And then it only lasted a few months. Well, Why did you have to bring that in? Yeah. Why did you have to say that? Because it's very... Yeah, what a downer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's hope yours lasts more than a couple of months. <laughs> Sting put in a we lot saw more years We of saw work. it, and it was beautiful, <laughs> but I don't know why I would say that. I don't know either. <laughs> That's my mom and me. <laughs> Your mom just came out? Yeah. All right. Well, good. <laughs> All right, well, back to the album. Um... Your first album, you guys had years to work on, like you said. Like, you guys have been writing songs your whole life. The second album, uh, you had, what, just a few months. Um, if you could go into detail about some of the pressures you guys felt, you know, from yourselves, the label, uh, friends and family, in trying to put down all these thoughts and feelings in such a short amount of time. Do you want to begin? No, you begin. So... It's interesting because we've written songs because we've needed to in our lives. And every song we write is kind of a chapter in our, in our lives. And does someone just say, yeah, yeah, yeah? Oh, that, oh, that wasn't here. Oh, I was back there. I think they were buying an iPad. Ah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah, yeah, I want that one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the question? Yes. Okay, good. We... We never wrote, I guess what I'm trying to say is we never wrote Say Something to be a hit song or to be on the radio, and we just wrote it because we needed to for ourselves. And, and I think it was, it was hard for us to get back to that point at first where it's like, let's just write because we need to, because we were being forced to in a way. And there were all these expectations, and, and we, were, we have a bigger team. And I mean, it's great. And we everyone, have a great wanted, label. everyone wanted a second Say Something from us. They were like, we need another hit. And then we're writing songs and getting approval and people are saying, it's a smash or it's not, you know, and like all these things and like all these words and all these opinions and where we started doubting ourselves and we didn't know. No, no, wait, everyone was saying nothing we were writing was a hit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so <clears throat> I think, you know, we, it was, we, it was an exploratory period for us. We were writing with a lot of different writers, working with a lot of different producers to kind of try to find the way. And I think the thing that taught us, the, it, we learned the most in situations that were totally not right for us. And we learned what we didn't want to do. 
um, but we had to go there first. So it was it was a lot of soul searching and um, a lot of arguing. But I think we're we like brothers. It out. Also, I think this this album is more of a debut for us than the last album. The last album was sort of a little bit pieced together and kind of all over the place, kind of like a collection of songs over the last decade. This album feels like a snapshot of our lives in this current moment um, and where we are together in it. So it feels it feels um, I don't know better. Yeah, this is my this is my favorite thing we've ever put out into the world. Yeah, for sure. And the album's out now, available for download. Um, so if you haven't gotten it yet, there are plenty of people here that can help you download the album directly to your phone or your iPad. They're in red shirts. They're pretty much everywhere. Um, it will not sell out. <laughs> Sorry, that was a stupid joke. Sorry, don't laugh. It's fine. <laughs> oh I have two more things to say. Oh, two more things. Okay. okay. You want my microphone too? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. No, no, no. The first thing is that is that. Do you guys know the first album? Do you know Shorty Don't Wait? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Trey actually sang on Shorty I Don't did. Wait. Yeah. And nobody he's, cares. He, just nobody a, cares. Just <laughs> they're like, oh, great. <laughs> just, just he's the bad snap. note in the back. <laughs> just yeah. a little. If you listen really carefully at like three twelve. Yeah. Wait, is that true? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, and then, right, you wait, had another. Uh, yeah, well, secondly, um, nobody cared about that. No, no, they did. They did. My mom cared. Um, and I, I just want to say thanks for coming. This is kind of awesome that you yeah, guys are yes. here. Thank you. We're Round of applause for yourselves. All right, I think it's time for questions from the audience. Like, how has your journey been? Like, from your EP to from being like normal students to your EP to working with Christina Aguilera to this, like. How's the whole thing been? Yeah, we're still normal. <laughs> um, it was it was definitely a shock to us when we got the uh, note from Christina that she wanted to work with us, and it happened really fast. And suddenly we got swept into this other life, and it was like we were holding on, like for for dear life, and feeling like our. Are, are we are we confident? We weren't confident at first enough to like be in that spot. And it's like, why are we why are we here? Why does Christina want to work with us? So it was it was a it was a learning process for us and just building our confidence really quickly. That also I you know I'm I'm insecure and stuff. So like this is me talking, but I don't know if Chad had these issues. I don't know. I, I, I Chad was like, no, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what took her so long. I, I you know I feel I feel like the same person that that I was five years ago. I just feel like I had a, a lot more experiences that I was kind of forced into, which is great. I I didn't you know I didn't not want to have them. I wanted to have these experiences anyway. I I just feel like I've had these experiences now that I, I that maybe I've grown from. But I feel like the same person that I started out as. Um, yeah, you're, you're definitely different. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Hi. Also a longtime fan. Um, I was wondering what your musical was about. Good question. I really want to tell you. I would love to tell you exactly what it's about, but we're not allowed to right now. I would now. love to tell you, too. You know how frustrating this is that we can't say? Because we, we're basically supposed to announce the musical once the director is on board. And we, and we want to make sure we're kind of like far enough along before we... Because there's like a... No, 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 no. You know. No, no. 
you know, right, you, the get, you get it. in from himself. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 our music on crack. Like you'll, I think you'll like it. It's it's actually, it's our first album. I I think was pretty theatrical, um, more so than even than this this new one in a way. And I think that it's like that first album, but like maybe not on crack, but on steroids. I'm like I'm like prednisone for like a sinus infection. All right. What's your name and your question? Hi, I'm Philip, also Hi. a longtime fan. Um, I want to know, is there, have you ever thought about or is there any chance of re-recording songs from This Is The New Year or even songs that haven't been recorded before and maybe reorchestrating them or just using them again in some way? Yeah, totally. That's actually what we did with Say Something. Say Something was um, out a couple of times before the version that most of you know, and we decided to re-record it because we didn't feel like it was presented in in the right way yet. Yeah, I still yeah, I still think there are a couple of songs from the last album that have a life that they have that haven't lived yet. But even songs we played at shows or on YouTube that we haven't recorded yet because there are some of those um that we definitely the songs will have they kind of have lives of their own. They kind of like almost like tell us in a way, I think. Maybe a live album down the road with yeah. some of these mm -hmm. Some of these songs? Okay. Yeah, we've actually never done that. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> All right, what's your name and what's your question? Uh, my name is Adrian. Um, my question to both of you is, uh, what is your favorite song in this new album? Uh, Go ahead. Hold on, I want to think about it. Oh, no, take all the time you need. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, no, yeah. I... Uh, I would say, I, I think Ian's probably going to, I know what Ian's going to say. I know I'm what gonna, Chad's going to say. Okay, I'm going to say Won't Stop Running is my favorite song, just because it's so personal. Um, it's probably the most personal song on the album for me, uh, so I'd say that song. All right, so what do you think Ian is going to say? He's going to say One Step Ahead. I'm going to say One Step Ahead because it's also <laughs> <laughs> the most personal for me. Well, what's their favorite song that we sing together? Where Does the Time Go is mine. Yeah. And hers. And hers. That's my aunt. Oh, is it? Yeah. No, could you imagine if it wasn't? <laughs> if it was a woman, I was like, that's my aunt. All right. Hi. I'm Jake. Hey, Hi, Jake. Um, awesome. Um, I was just wondering if you can share uh, like your experiences from being at NYU and then going to step into the real world. How's, that, like, how's the journey along the way? And you know, being a singer-songwriter myself at NYU, what am I, you know, can you give me some advice along the way? What's going yeah, yeah, yeah. on? What am I to expect? What program are you in? Um, musical theater. Cool. So Getting how's out of this transition going to be? I would say leaving college was one of the scariest times of my life. Because you don't, you don't have the safety net anymore. You don't have those, those boundaries the, um, to keep you safe. But that's not making him feel better. Oh, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. But, it's, but also, it's the greatest... Part of my life. Basically, Chad said everything's gonna get worse. So good luck. No, no. Okay. So the, I guess, <laughs> I remember being in NYU and like going into like they call it a collegium where they would have like speakers come in who are graduated and they were successful and they were telling us the way and and I was I was like I was I still don't know the way like I don't understand like how is it that you that you get there and I think it's just. Chad and I just believed in ourselves from the start and we put ourselves out there and we, we really met as many people as we could. And also, a lot of the kids that we went to NYU with are 
are now working in in the industry and 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 they're kind of helping us along the way. Um, yeah, I think I think dreaming foolishly yeah. was the biggest uh, proponent. And I and I think like just like envisioning your life the way you want it and just stepping into it. Uh, hi, I'm Ella, and I'm also a longtime fan. And I wanted to say I was really impressed by how um, Hold Each Other was kind of a coming out song. And I was wondering if you guys have any kind of plans or ideas for LGBT advocacy in the future. Yeah, I think, I think in any way possible, um, that, is, that is our goal. We, we, um, we are connected now to the It Gets Better project. Do you know that project? Um, which is basically celebrities and... Um, and politicians, anyone uh, who's a name will create these videos talking to LGBT youth, um, talking about why it gets better after they come out and how it gets better. And it's amazing. It's an amazing project you guys should all look up. But it's um, founded by a guy named Dan Savage, who does uh, the sex column, I think, in New York Post. But he's... Um, and he has a Savage love cast. Yeah, he's a major LGBT activist. And um, I think in any way possible, we're, we're looking to get involved. Yeah. Okay, well, gentlemen, thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Trey. Give him a round of applause. A great big world.